due to COVID-19, Americans are in a state of panic. With the rising distrust of local, state, and federal government in the face of this global pandemic, Americans are arming themselves, some for the very first time, in efforts to protect their lives and their property. With FBI background checks the highest in 20 years, many in our nation have decided that the government and the liberal agenda of conquest and disarmament are not our choice for 2020 or beyond. We will discuss this and more today on the Vegetius View podcast. I'm your host, Eric Wright. Let's get started. Before the coronavirus hit our nation's shores, Democrats across the country were methodically aiming to disarm our nation's citizens and by force, if necessary. Earlier this month, Democratic Governor Ralph Northam signed five new gun measures into law. And on Friday, Northam signed an extreme risk protective order, also known as a red flag law, which allows for the temporary removal of firearms from people deemed to be at high risk of either harming themselves or others. Virginia now joins 19 other states and Washington, D.C. in having passed some sort of red flag legislation. The governor also signed a bill requiring background checks for all state gun sales and a law that limits the purchase of handguns to just one a month. He also signed a bill that requires a person to report the loss or theft of a firearm within 48 hours or face a civil penalty of up to $250, and one that raises the punishment for leaving a loaded, unsecured firearm that endangers anyone under the age of 14. And as previously stated, Governor Northam has joined his comrades from across this country in passing new sweeping gun legislation. And on a national front, Democrat presidential candidate Joe Biden has made no bones about his stance on the gun and ammo industry and the steps he will take if elected. His first attack would be against his definition of assault weapons. Biden's gun control plan outlines a supposed buyback program for assault weapons and high-capacity magazines, but the program is not a mandatory buyback and would not force people to give up their guns. Well, let's just see about that. According to Biden's website, the buyback program will give individuals who now possess assault weapons or high-capacity magazines two options. One, you can sell the weapon or the magazine back to the U.S. government. Or two, you must register either or both under the National Firearms Act. So folks, I'll ask you, what part or parts of that do not read mandatory. In August 2019, during an interview with CNN's Anderson Cooper, Biden was asked about people who think that a Biden administration means they're going to come for my guns. And here was Biden's reply. Bingo! You're right. 
if you have an assault weapon, well, the fact of the matter is they should be illegal. Period. When asked about this exchange, a Biden official told CNN, uh, well, yeah, Joe Biden defeated the NRA to ban assault weapons before, and he was just reminding viewers that as president, he will do it again. And there you have it, folks. To bring some perspective, Joe Biden served in the U.S. Senate when his protege, then-President Bill Clinton, successfully pushed Congress for the passing of the federal assault weapons ban in September of 1994. And under this law, the manufacture for civilian use of certain semi-automatic guns that were defined as assault weapons, as well as certain ammunition magazines defined as large capacity, was overnight made illegal. After the bill expired in 10 years, in the year 2004, studies showed that the ban had little effect in overall criminal activity. Firearm homicides and the lethality of gun crimes rose in many parts of the country. However, it is nothing new to see Democrats struggle with logic. Not concerned with real statistics, today's liberals are hell-bent on disarming our country and making the federal government the sole body of authority and resolve. As a result of this COVID-19 pandemic, Americans today can see that today's congressional leaders are inept to handle anything. For the liberal squabbering over pork barrel spending has led to disaster and death for Americans and small businesses as a result of this pandemic. So where does America go from here in the battle against Democrats and their God-given right to keep and bear arms? The COVID-19 pandemic has illustrated that the closing of gun and ammo businesses has led to fulfillment and shipment delays of industry products. That's guns and ammo, folks. It is also clear that current FBI background checks and the ATF systems are currently ill-equipped improperly accepting or tracking firearm purchases. And yet the liberal left wants to add more to this old system. Democrats are not ignorant of their skills. They know full well that attacking, ceasing, or delaying manufacturing of guns and ammo is effective. And couple that with increased taxation, limiting capacity, and ensuring successful lawsuits against guns and ammo companies, it has and will continue to prove successful in their democratic disarming of our nation. You know, throughout history, all successful state-led conquests have begun when a citizenry loses its ability to fight back, when it loses its ability to defend itself. It took guns to defeat the British and establish our liberties. It will also take guns to preserve and to protect it from enemies foreign and domestic. As we wrap up today's podcast, I want to take a moment to highlight the inspiration of our company, Vegetius. You know, I get asked a lot, Eric, what is Vegetius? And often... I get quite the rendition on the name, and some 
<laughs> have been quite comical. Vigetius, which comes from the Roman military writer of the same name, was the first Christian Roman to write on military affairs, and who wrote what perhaps is the single most influential military work ever in the Western world. So much so that our nation's first president and the general of the Continental Army possessed and applied many of Egidius's military tactics to use in the war against the British. In closing, I want to thank each of you for tuning in today and to our very first broadcast. The Vegetius View and its parent company, Vegetius Firearms, up underneath the Premier Media Group, was created by gun-owning, God-fearing Americans engaged in the sale and preservation of our Second Amendment right to keep and bear arms. I want to invite each of you to continue to tune in to our podcasts. We will bring industry news, new product releases, and reviews from across the firearm and ammunition industry. This has been the Vegetius View Podcast. If you desire peace, prepare for war. If you enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to our podcast. The Vegetius View Podcast is a production of the Liberty Loft. Copyright, the Liberty Loft 2020. You can find more shows and information on our website, www.thelibertyloft.com, or any of our social media channels. For gun and ammo products and information, please visit Vegetius at www.thegetiusfirearms.com. Dot com.